Hello, and thank you very much for joining us for this week's Betting People. We've got a special guest, Megan O'Brien of Titanium Racing, and hopefully this will be a really interesting conversation about what she does at Titanium Racing, about some of the wider issues facing syndication, and of course, some of the wider issues facing racing, along with her background. And it's that place where I want to start. So Megan, do tell us how you got into racing. Yeah, so I grew up watching it with my granddad um, and got hooked. Um, me and my sister went on to volunteer at our local riding school before we went on to have horses on loan. And we bought a couple of horses, including X race horses. Um, I went on to do the National Stud apprenticeship course um, before coming back up north, um, where I ended up working for Labrooks um, for a bit. Um, and then started working for John and, and running Titanium. Um, predominantly, we're not from like a racing background, um, but my, my sister and her partner has just set up a stud locally um, and she pin hooks and, and breeds. She's got a few brood mares. Um, and my partner, Dan, works for Rebecca Menzies and has a two-year-old guide, which is published by Martin Julian. Um, and the second edition for this year will be out soon. Cannot wait to get stuck into that as somebody who is a very keen follower of all things juvenile racing myself. Um, what's your first really big racing memory? Um, the first one would be Monty's Pass winning the Grand National in 2003. Um, it's, it was probably before the time of when I actually sort of studied racing and things like that. Um, long story short we had a cat called Monty um who died the year before and he was 19 when he died and Monty's pass was number 19 the year he won the Grand National so we were like well that's just fate so that's why we backed him and that was probably one of the earliest memories I have of racing wonderful I think lots of people in the industry would definitely have a national memory first up uh, one of around that time actually um do you remember hedge hunter and likes of um of course amberley house so yes some amazing yeah. memories there um how did you get into working for titanium um and doing what you do now which is their rate you're their racing manager yeah so i had a share in a horse at becky menzies um and john had a, a few in there um got talking and I had mentioned that I'd like to get back into racing full-time sort of in an admin role um, and that was that that was four years ago now and um, have you been involved in the syndicate before or is Titanium sort of not just your job but also your first syndicate yeah well I've had shares and horses myself um, so I kind of know how people the experience that they want out of it um so I do everything that I would expect myself um so like one of the horses that I had a, a share in um which was quite special I was going to get the the sharing in with my granddad but he died sadly um and I went on to take the share myself um and the horse actually won three days before it was a year of his anniversary um for, for like passing away so that was that was a really special moment no, absolutely. Um, now, one thing um, that has been a hot topic recently, uh, which I think um, definitely affects everybody inside the industry, and it's been a talking point, not only for 
people who work in racing but also punters too is prize money um it's been a really hot topic this year um as it has been for quite a few years and many trainers are now traveling over to ireland and france in search of better opportunities some of course you do train for other syndicates um i've seen a lot of middleton park horses for example um go across do you think we'll see titanium horses go overseas this summer um over flat or jumps yeah i mean if we feel we've got the right horses and the right races are available then we're not we're not against traveling um if if the prize money's there then we will um be it up and down this country france wherever if if there's a decent pot on offer we'll go for it and uh, as a follow-up to that question um you know britain's prize money has lagged behind um that of france and that of um ireland obviously there are different systems but um many people believe something needs to change. How do you believe the prize money situation can be improved in this country? Yeah, I mean, 100%, racing needs a complete overhaul. Um, there's too much focus on speed and, and, and cheap speed at that. There, there are stallions at stud that in my opinion shouldn't be, and it's diluting the product. There, there's too much racing. The programme really needs looked at and reducing. Um, you know, there's, there's too many horses. I don't think that horses rated less than 35 should be running in races. Um, I just think it needs a complete overhaul and, and, and pretty quickly. And that prize money that could be saved from those races that aren't run can then be distributed between everyone else. And just on that, um, you know, with regards to um, possible solutions, the fixture list being too big, uh, as I believe you mentioned there, is, has been one of them. Um, some people will say that, you know, you need fixtures for sort of um, horses below sort of the elite line, um, you know, so that everybody gets a fair share. Would you still be in favour of having a programme more like Ireland's? Um, in other words, you know, more selective fixtures, uh, maybe not every day of the week racing, um, but bigger fields, or would you like to keep, say, a, a pretty steady flow of races um, like we do, hit, say, have here in England or maybe even in France, um, but with less of the prize money spread out a bit more equitably? Yeah, I mean, th there are a lot of races currently that could completely be scrapped. Um, you know, there is horse, I think, is owners we need to be responsible for the fact that if your horse isn't good enough then why are you putting the horse under the pressure to actually compete in these races um you know when they could be going on to do another job out outside of racing um you know i think there's a lot of questions that need to be answered um whether anyone does we'll soon find out um Moving on, are there any titanium horses you're particularly looking forward to this year? Because we are, of course, talking at the start of the flat season with only the only a couple of days ago, uh, or only yesterday, I should say, we had some guineas trials at Newbury, and of course we had the Craven meeting. Yeah, um, so there's a, a filly we've got at Richard Fry's called Holy Endeavour, um, who will hopefully take a step up and trip this year, um, which she should hopefully improve for. She's a lovely filly who managed to win it at two for us, and she's a half-sister to a, a listed winner. Um, we've recently acquired a two-year-old last week from the Craven sale, 
um, who's by Kodiak, and he goes into training with Richard. He's a really nice type. Um, and we've got a jumper with Becky Menzies called Get A Reason, who we got out the Paul Nichols yard. Um, he's been placed with everyone for us since we got him. Um, and he should, um, you know, go to the decent pots through the summer for the summer jumping program. So hopefully he'll give us a bit of fun through the summer as well. Wonderful. And um, I'm sure as part of your uh, position with Titanium, you will have contact, pretty regular contact with a number of jockeys. Are there any riders we should be looking out for over the coming bumps? Yeah, so, I mean, Megan Nichols rides a lot for us. Um, she's given Devil's Angel two cracking rides this year at Newcastle when he's won both times. Um, and she just recently rode her first graded winner by winning the grade two Aintree bumper. Um, so hopefully she continues to have a really good season for us as well. Wonderful. And of course, um, last but never least, um, you do have a horse of your own waiting for Richie. Tell us a bit more about him. Yeah, so we bought him from Doncaster Sales. Um, he didn't cost a lot of money. Um, we, we brought him home. We sent him to Becky Menzies um, and he did really well. Um, he ran once before COVID hit. Um, we took him out of training just because there was no races for him. So there was no point in being in, in training still. Um, when we felt there was an, enough sort of a, of a program for him, he went back into training. Um, and he ran it at Newcastle on the 17th of November, which was his first run back. Um, and unfortunately, he'd, he'd done a tendon previously, but he displaced his tendon in that, that race. Um, but we were lucky enough that we could get him home. Um, and he's doing really well in his recovery. He's had three months box rest. Um, he's doing sort of 20 minutes walking a day um, and he, he's doing really well. So for all, he won't ever be ridden again. Um, we're hopeful that he'll be able to have a life as a, as a field horse and yet you might not have done anything on the track for us but you know it doesn't matter every horse deserves a, a second chance at, at life and you know he's one of them new betting people interviews are published every week at star sports exclusive interviews with the key people from the world of sports betting check out our full library of interviews at starsportsbet.co.uk begambleaware.org over 18 only.